Hi friends, today's episode is for my friends who are either currently a one-income household or are considering becoming a one-income household. Going from two incomes down to one may feel overwhelming, but it doesn't have to be that way. There actually is a way that you can not only just make it work, but you can actually thrive on one income, even in this economy. We're also going to cover three things that you must do if you are a one income household or if you're considering becoming a one income household. So if you need some practicals, I've also got you there. And if you just need some encouragement, we've got that covered too. I'm excited to jump into this one. Let's get started. Hey friend, welcome to Money Mindful Moms. I'm Krista Nalgian, wife and mom, and firm believer that moms with money skills will change the world. I know that you are sick of feeling limited by money, but you also don't want to wait until your kids are older to be able to do fun experiences with them. You want to find a way to transform your relationship with money once and for all. If you're ready to ditch debt, have overflow at the end of each month, and be able to spend money on what's most important to you, you're in the right place. Pop in those earbuds, go reheat your coffee, it's time to dive in. Now, before I jump into today's episode, if you happen to be listening to this on the day that it comes out, which is Tuesday, November 28th, today is the last day to grab my Black Friday, Cyber Monday, whatever you want to call it, week-long deal, which is my seven-day intensive called Funded, which, by the way, I named it that because I wanted to dispel the myth that saving money is not fun because it is probably one of the most fun things that you'll do, and this program will show you how it can be fun. Have you ever thought that you're start prioritizing saving money, you're going to do that once you start making more money. But then that time never seems to come. Either you don't make any more money or you do and then other things just come up and you're still not finding a way to save even with more income coming in. Or have you ever felt like you are constantly putting out financial fires? Like you just finished paying off your credit card for that car repair that you had to do six months ago, and now your kid has an emergency room visit and back to the credit card debt cycle you go, and you just can't seem to get ahead. If any of this resonates with you, the best news is that there is a solution. Money stress does not have to be a life sentence. It starts with feeling confident in what your first step should be and then following through. And that is exactly what Funded does. So today is the last day that you can get a week's worth of private podcast episodes that are sent to you daily, daily action items, and a one-hour group coaching session with me for just $39, which is a steal because this is valued at $199. So run over to the show notes and get it today if you want to feel at peace the next time that you are thrown a financial curveball and you want to be able to do that while it's on the very best deal. All right, so... Are you considering taking a step back from your job so that you can be a stay-at-home parent? Or maybe you've been downsized and it's not really within your control that you're going from two incomes down to one. 
Or are you stepping away from your job so that you can start a business, which means that you won't have an income coming in for a little while until it gets up and running? Or maybe you are going through a separation from a partner and you have been used to being a dual income household and now you're going to be a single income household. In all of these cases, it is a huge life change, right? And I sure hope that you haven't found yourself on the side of the algorithm on TikTok or Instagram that leads you to believe that this means that you have to live on beans and rice and you cannot do anything fun as a family. You know, technically, Abe and I haven't been a single income household because I've always had a business, but there definitely have been seasons where my business wasn't really bringing in much and his income was what was primarily supporting us. And then there's been seasons where he stepped back from his full-time job um, to sort of press pause and reevaluate before he jumped into something else. And my business was the primary income for our household. So it feels like we've had many seasons where we were pretty much living on one income. It certainly presents different challenges, but I am here to tell you it is not the end of the world. What's really cool is that you can live a very full life with the things that you value most while living on a single income. But I am not here to sugarcoat things. I believe there are a few things that will help you make this transition a little more seamless. So I have three things for you to consider before you take the leap or if you already are a one income family. Still take a look at these three things and it might help this season feel just a little bit lighter financially for you. Okay, so the first thing, number one, is to be sure that you can cover all of your bills plus your most pressing goal on a single income. For some, when they have two incomes in a household, it can feel like they can kind of just skate by without needing to be super on top of their numbers because they have that cushion. You know, when you have those two incomes, you may feel like, okay, well, you know, we had plenty of money, so it's not a big deal if I go to Starbucks here and there or if I do some extra shopping trips or just kind of throw whatever in the grocery cart because we know that there's plenty and we have that cushion. I'm not saying that's the right way to do it, but I know that that's the mentality of a lot of people. But when you live on one income, there often isn't any cushion. So it is super important to know if you can even cover everything that you need to cover on just that one income. So if you haven't figured out your numbers yet, now is the time to do that. What we want to avoid is you getting way far down the road of this single income season and then having the realization that you don't have enough to cover everything. And at that point, your savings has been drained, your credit cards have been run up. So it is much easier to figure this out sooner than later to avoid all of that. And if you're currently living on two incomes and you are considering going down to one, I highly suggest that you consider starting to live off of that one income, whichever income it is that you are going to be going down to. So let's say you are going to be stepping away from a job and your spouse is going to continue working their job. Figure out how to live off of just your spouse's income now and bank the rest of the income. So this is going to help you see what the adjustment will feel like 
Plus, you'll just have a lot more in savings when you make that transition because you've been banking your income for a while before you actually make that leap. So it just helps it feel much lighter when you're looking at that big chunk of money sitting in your savings account just in case you needed it because you did that before you made that transition. I'm sure many people who either overnight went to one income without you know, a choice because they got let go or maybe made the leap without doing that, that's probably something that if they could go back and do it differently, they would have done. So for my friends who still have two incomes, take that lesson from us, learn from it without having to go through it. We went through it for you and we would tell you live off of one income if you can. Okay, number two is to get on the same page about the household income being the household income and not an individual person's income. You guys, this is not a marriage podcast. I do not like people telling me what to do in my marriage, and I certainly do not want to be the one telling you what to do in yours, but I 100% will die on the hill that in order for you to make this work, you have to decide now that this is our money, not whoever makes the money's money. If you don't think that you can both agree on this, you might want to consider staying a double income household. And I'm so serious about that, you guys. I started off this episode by telling you that there is a way that you can thrive on a single income. And I 100% believe that that is possible. But I know that that's possible because in our seasons of one income, we have had some of the best memories as a family, and they have been some of the simplest seasons for us. But the only reason that I can say that to be true is to be true is because my husband and I have always been on the same page that it is our money. So you have to decide now that you're going to take an us approach to this new arrangement if you want it to work. Okay, and number three is to do some reflection on what your personal strengths are and what your partner's strengths are because contributing financially is about more than the income that's coming in. This one, you guys, it can be really tricky and this is especially for my high achieving friends who are going to be the ones that are stepping away from their income to be home. It can be a huge adjustment, not just financially, but it can really mess with your head when it comes to what you believe to be true about what you bring to the table. So if you find yourself struggling with self-doubt and feeling like I'm not contributing financially anymore, I want you to really take some time with your partner and talk about each other's strengths and put words around how your strengths are truly providing for your family, whether it's monetarily or otherwise. Now, maybe here's an example. Maybe you are really good at meal planning and ensuring that you are not wasting food. You are cooking healthy meals that are well thought out and are maximizing your budget. In that case, I want you to figure out exactly how much that is saving your family every month and add that to your mental list of all of the things that you are doing to provide financially, even if it is not bringing a paycheck home. Let's say you are really good at negotiating. You are contributing by making sure your family is getting the best possible deals on all your utilities. When you purchase a car or make any big purchases for your family, add that to your mental list of your financial contributions because it absolutely is a financial contribution. 
If you are taking care of young kids all day and you are saving your family the cost of childcare, which hello is a lot if you if you didn't notice, that is a huge financial contribution to your family. So the next time you catch yourself in your feelings about not contributing financially as a stay-at-home parent, you can pull out your evidence that you are, in fact, providing for your family because you have done this work to really think about it and reflect on it and have those as a mental checklist when you need to pull it out. All right, so there you have it. Three things that you must do if you are considering becoming a one-income family. If you are a one-income family, I would love to know what else you do that helps you make it all work. So head over to Instagram, send me a DM at Money Mindful Moms. Tell me what you guys are doing. I would love to hear from you. All right, I will see you guys back here later this week. If this podcast episode encouraged you, would you take just two minutes to rate and review the show? It really is the best way that you can say thank you. And while you're at it, take a screenshot of this episode and post it on Instagram. Tag me in it because I would love to hear from you. It really is the best way that we can get the word out to other moms who could use some encouragement. I will see you back here real soon. Be blessed and have a powerful day.